Hi everyone, it's Sabrina here, back with another episode, and today we're going to be talking about dating. So we have got our lovely guest, Anthony, here again, again. to fill us with some belly laughs. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was so true. I was on the entire time, but I'm ready. <laughs> um, so yeah, shall we like dive straight in with the introductions? So who wants to go first? Don't um, jump at once. Hi, it's Claire. <laughs> uh, hi, it's Adrian. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I thought Anthony was going to give himself like. Is that it? Like, is that it? I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> you know, I thought, oh, we, I thought we moved past first name terms and that. I wanted a little bit more about you and stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just giving. You know, you guys some time to shine. Oh, um, no, I mean... Well, yeah, I mean, I'm Anthony, yeah. and I'm very glad to be on the podcast today. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> no, it's just that, like, we've already done intros in other episodes, so we were kind of waiting for you to... <laughs> to <laughs> Great start. Um, but yeah, I think Adrian's got the first question, right? Yeah, okay. So the first question for everyone was um how old were you when you started dating so who wants to go first <laughs> um, think about this dating like as in taking it serious or like boyfriend and girlfriend running around in the playground playing kiss a catch kind of thing uh honestly i don't know <laughs> we don't know uh, well <laughs> well why don't you like uh maybe you can address both of those so when were you when you first started to become interested in dating and having those types of like you know almost like faux dating relationships and then when did you really become serious about dating i mean when i was i, I was a bit different to other guys or oh, boys should i say because like when you mention boy, like girls to boys, they, oh, they, they're not, they're horrible, they're smelly, you know, oh, smelly girls, this and that, you know. <laughs> and I'm sure girls are the same when you're younger, but I was never like that. I I liked um, talking to girls and stuff and get, getting to know them and, and whatnot. So I had I had a girl, like, mess about girlfriends when I was younger all the time. Um, It was quite fun, to be honest. And then... I, do you know what though? I it, I never really took it serious until I had my um, my, my son to uh, my partner, and then you don't really get to choose if it's serious or not, dear. When you've got a kid, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose it's a bit late to be worrying about serious things, but yeah, I, I, it's just I think I've been grown up with. It's like normal, isn't it? Like you're always a boyfriend has to have a girlfriend growing up and. Yeah, so so I did. Um, I would say like the first crush on a boy I ever had I was in year three. Um, I remember it like I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> <laughs> I wonder but, if he's listening. Are, but, you, are you naming names? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name names. And um social media is such a great thing these days because you can you can find people from your past <laughs> and yeah wow just the years weren't kind um so and what? i don't oh and without being rude i just know he's not the kind of person that would 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 come across this this podcast in a million years <laughs> so yeah i don't have to worry about being getting any hate mail or anything because i just know this this is not going to cross his path, but he was a proper cutie when he was younger. It's just, yeah. Do you know what, Sabrina, though? Oh, yeah. kind. You, you never know because what he might be listening to podcasts on Spotify and it might finish and then this one might come on automatically. <laughs> I, don't think it, I don't think it would even connect the dots. Plus, I was in year three. I think, what was I like? Seven? I don't even know how old you are when you were in year three. Um, I would say I first probably started dating properly when I was in year 10. Yeah, um, I went to school with my um, cousins and they were all boys. So there was only so much dating one could do. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I was just going to say, uh, Sabrina, did you say that uh, he wouldn't come across our podcast because he's a man's man? <laughs> um, I think the correct terminology in today's society would yeah. be a road man. <laughs> Not a man's man, but a road Oh, oh geez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he would even <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> yeah, I, I can verify that. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, yeah, for me, I I don't know. I I started dating kind of late compared to other people. Um, I guess I don't know. My some of my friends used to like make fun of me when I was younger because they're like, you only get a crush on a guy like once every other year. So like every time I got a crush on someone, they'd be like, oh, okay, so the next one isn't going to be for two years, huh? <laughs> so. I don't know like I guess it's just like a lot of like people I liked didn't like me back and the people that liked me I didn't like them so I didn't really see any point in like dating and then so I didn't really start dating until like college but even so I don't know if I really felt like I dated anybody that I really felt like really serious about or really into so I guess kind of still sort of like not really that into dating. <laughs> Oh, wow is that because you hide behind things all the time <laughs> this was so like i was gonna use my ipad too because i was like oh okay good i know the camera works on that and the battery was low i was like oh great <laughs> but anyway so yeah i don't know i just i guess i never was really like super into the idea of dating and i'm not really sure why it just i guess just, i just didn't really feel like there was much point in like trying to date someone or commit to someone if I wasn't really serious about it but then because of that it's just like nothing really much happened <laughs> so who knows um so Claire said she's not gonna answer this question so I'm just gonna go on to the next one so <laughs> the next question is who do you think you should date so this is for Anthony who 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 should I date? Yeah. Like, what, like a person or, or what? Because I think, <laughs> I think I should date anyone that like, wants to date me. Like, <laughs> I guess like any type of person that you feel type, like pressured by society to no, find no. attractive, either because of, you know, who you are or just because of the way society is. And I think society would have you... I not I won't say it's as much me choosing to date them, more as if I thought other people would like be accept like acceptable of what they look like and whatnot. I think if I wanted to to date any any woman or, or man for that matter, it's up to me, and I I won't be bothered um, what what they look like. I think that I think that's something you come across as you get older. So when you're younger. You're not really bothered about the personality and stuff. You're more bothered about like that physical attraction and 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 you're more bothered about what your friends think. And so the the prettier the girl, the better the better for you because it's something for you to talk about. But I think it's a bit different with guys. Guys have a very weird talk about girls, and it's not so much about their personality. <laughs> Um, it's about other ec activities, extracurricular, <clears throat> extracurricular activities. That's what guys like to talk about, which I, I find odd. I don't really um, in engage. I, well, I didn't um, before I met my partner. I didn't really engage in those kind of conversations because I think it's between you and your and your partner and not you know, people having a laugh at what kind of positions and that you get up to and if if she's a freak or not. So, yeah, I think I, I kind of missed, I kind of missed your question there, but no, no, no pressure for me. I will, I would date who I, who I want to date and I don't really care what anybody else thinks as long as I'm happy. Um, I think that's like such, well, I mean, if you had that attitude, like when you were young, that's, that's so amazing that you had that. Like, I remember when I was, like, younger and in high school and stuff. I don't know how to articulate this. Maybe Adrian can piggyback off of me. But, like, it was so weird. Like, if you were Asian, 
or I guess like East Asian because um the town I grew up was predominantly like East Asian Jewish but it was kind of like oh like of course you're gonna date another East Asian girl or guy you guys stick together and I was like what so I tried to <laughs> it's weird because I look at my exes and I'm like white 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 black white white I'm like what this is so messed up I think I did feel that pressure I think like I told myself like no I'm gonna like whoever but I'm only realizing now as an adult like societally I was kind of conditioned like fight against the stereotype don't fit in don't fit into that box like they're boxing you and as oh you only date Asian people so I, I don't know I just think that's so messed up but yeah I didn't have that attitude I mean now I would probably date whatever don't care at all I mean I'm married so I won't but um yeah just <laughs> Adrian, can you make what I said sound better? Because I couldn't articulate it right. I was going to add to that point just because, like, I felt that when I was younger as well, like, that I had to date within my race. It was expected that I would date within my race. Um, I felt like I felt it not so much from my peers, but, like, from, like, family and at home, this expectation to kind of, date within your race like that was like the preference and I feel like I still feel it now but I feel like because not many of like the females in my family are in relationships I feel like it's just got to the point where we're just happy as long as you're in a relationship at this point um because yeah wow. I, feel, I feel like that I really feel like that is that is it um I feel like they've even though they have a preference for me, I feel like they don't really care that much, but they would prefer. If they could choose, they would. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a it's a weird one. <laughs> yeah, just to add on both of your points, I mean, like, since I'm, you know, I'm half white, half Asian, and I feel like I did really did grow up in a lot of predominantly white areas and communities, so I don't really think that I felt a lot of pressure to like date an Asian guy or like date within like my race or something. I mean, in some respects, like I guess dating a white guy is kind of dating within my race because I'm half white. So, <laughs> so I don't know. There wasn't, I didn't really feel a lot of pressure in some ways. I think I almost like, I kind of just wanted to date an Asian guy because I have always felt kind of disconnected from my Asian side, you know, growing up very white and being like half white, half Asian. So in some ways I kind of wanted to re reconnect more with my heritage and the Asian side of me. So in that respect, I thought, oh, it would be nice to date someone who's Asian because they would understand that part of me and they would also help me reconnect with that part. So in some ways, I guess it was maybe myself putting some kind of pressure of just like, oh, that would be nice you know, to be able to have that in common and kind of share that. But I didn't really feel any pressure personally of like, you know, dating an Asian person over another race. Um, yeah, I was just gonna quickly add, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Um, it does still, I just wanted to say like that, it really annoys me because I sit like when I say I'm married or like I've dated XYZ, like people always assume my partner's Asian. And I noticed that this, ad, it, it's just very prevalent. Um, so, I mean, like, you know, when you tell me you're dating someone, I literally just picture a blur in my mind until you clarify who that blur is. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I guess like at the end of the day, like worse things could happen. So it does. it's not like that big of a deal, but it does still mildly annoying me i don't know what do you think about this anthony do you, is this all like tracking with you no no yeah of course of course and like i know you asked me if i felt pressured but like i've never been in a relationship with a black girl because like my my dad's black and he has got kids like some he accounts for some he doesn't account for bless him and i've got uncles that are that are uh, black with mixed race kids and in school like so obviously you, you get introduced to like sex and and things like that when you reach secondary school so year seven year eight year nine year ten year eleven i i found out that i had a, a cousin that was in my year every year of school in my school wow apart from year seven i did it in year seven in year eight, i had a um, cousin nine ten 
and I don't think I had an 11. So there were three cousins in my year that I was related to. None of them was white. And I, and I knew that from young. So I kind of conditioned myself, not because I didn't find black w women attractive, because I did. A, a pretty face is a pretty face. I'm not bothered about, about the colour, but I was so scared of me dating or sleeping with somebody that was my family. I was like, I'm not even like, even attempting it i'm not even entertaining it there was this one girl right she was like beyonce i've never met a prettier girl ever in my whole life even to this day and the only reason why i wouldn't like take it serious was with because i asked my dad if he had any other daughters and he would never answer me properly so i was just like you know what i'm not even gonna entertain her and then i never i never did after that i just kept kept away um i know that's um a different like layer but it's that sort of pressure especially especially with black men like they just have well i can't speak for all of them because there are some that just have um um kids to the same woman but like all my dad and my uncles they they didn't like they just spread their seed far and wide i don't know if they're planning to have an army or, or whatnot but you know that might come about soon but it, it put me off a lot it put and they don't they don't tell the truth they don't they lie like you're gonna have grandkids and and your you, your kids that you, you you want to own or disown they're gonna have grandkids. What happens if you if your grandkids ended up getting together? You would never know because you're not honest about having kids all over. So yeah, I just I just avoided that one. No, it's, it's interesting you say that that because. I haven't had the same experience. Like my my dad hasn't got like loads of sons. That, well, to be honest, I don't know. I was gonna say he doesn't have loads of sons, but I don't know. But um, I have been to like parties or like events, and usually they're kind of like big scale events, so there's lots of people there. And my aunties have forever introduced me to like, oh, this is your cousin. Your this cousin. Is so -so, this your so -so. cousin never ends. Your cousin, your you're like, yeah. Oh and God. I remember going to like a family party, and I think me and my cousins were sitting around. He was like, oh, that guy over there is attractive. It's like, don't don't bother. I said the same thing, and like, auntie so and so came over and said that's your cousin. They just shut that one down. <laughs> I was like, wow, you just can't can't leave your house. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> so yeah, I think when you have large families, you need to kind of know who your family is because you could end up dating them. Um, so the question that I was going to ask you, we've kind of already touched on that. And that was, um, did you feel pressured to date when you were young? No. And I think we've all kind of answered that in, in some shape or form. Um, so do you think the experience that you had when you were younger shaped your approaches to dating now? And if there was any advice that you could give your younger self about dating, what would it be? That's kind of like two in one. Um, I'd say don't go for them pretty girls because they're hassle. And yeah, they're just, too, they're just, they're just hassle, man. I don't know. Like, you know, they are nice and stuff. Well, kind of to look at at least, but that stuff dies down. So I'd say don't be bothered about what they look like. Just be bothered about how they are. And and now I'd say like the goals and the ambitions because like when you think back at school like do you know them girls or guys that were like the the pretty ones like everyone loved them like look at them now like I just think oh like like the, the guy you were talking about in year three like look at him now like like things take a dramatic turn and you know like the, the girls that were like the prettiest in my school not so much now like i think life gets a hold of you once responsibility <laughs> comes around and yeah so that so like the physical side is not there but i just say like look concentrate on like what they like um like the the attitude the personality the ambition the drive the plans for the future i know at that age i wouldn't i just think oh what the hell are you chatting about like she's just a sweet one you know we just want them sweet ones but it, it it's all about the future and what she can add to you when when you're together. It's not just about what you want and what can you give her as well. I I, I think about that. I think there's too much of a relationship goals kind of thing going on that I feel like young people kind of they look to social media for for their kind of relationship advice. 
whether or not they're mm. actually seeking that advice that's kind of where they get their information from um and i feel like that makes young people have such a superficial view on what it's like to actually date somebody and um i know me and claire we've been to so many different schools and colleges like when we used to work together and you're walking through the corridors and you'll see like these kids loved up and i'm just thinking get to your lesson and look in your book because you, you're too young to be like literally wrapped around another person and I just think wow but then when I reflect on when I was younger I saw the same things when I was walking down the corridor as a student so yeah dating I feel like it's it's definitely a conversation or a subject that needs kind of people they need to talk about it at school you can't just give sex education with no context yeah that funny banana thing that <laughs> condoms on man what the flip what the it all goes wrong from there i think that you're right you know i think because they only talk about sex in that way and they don't talk about a relationship that's that's the issue like you need a relationship before you have sex and if you go on what you get taught in school it's just oh well you know you, you need to know about the situation before you put the condom on not just how to put it on like what the hell I think, yeah, you're right. I think they do need to address relationships, healthy relationships, because e even now people in relationships that aren't healthy and they don't understand that they're not healthy and that they're not, you know, they're not getting anything good from him. But yeah, you're right. Bob on there. Yeah, um, I guess in terms of like advice that I would give my younger self, suppose I kind of touched on this earlier, but like I really a lot of times I just didn't really see the point of dating unless it was going to be serious. But I kind of wish that I didn't put so much pressure on myself to only just have like a serious relationship and not even like date people that I was kind of like even a little bit interested in. I guess I felt like, like a lot of times I felt like I didn't want to date this guy if I didn't like him because I didn't want to waste his time and waste my time. But at the same time, like, I feel like I would have maybe liked to just get to know more people and try out dating more instead of just always being like, oh, I just, I have to already like this person in order to like even go out with them. So in some respects, I kind of wish that I was not so serious about like whether or not I would date, but at the same time, I don't really regret anything. So I don't know like what I would really say. <laughs> like in some ways I'm like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have been like so serious about it. But on the other side, I'm like, well, I don't know. Things are okay. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe that's kind of a non-answer. <laughs> like, do we really need to put so much pressure on dating if we don't want to? Like, it's not that important. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i i'm kind of similar you know like because my parents are super they've always been super open just didn't care if we dated or not and i personally i don't know how but i've always kind of felt like um i didn't see marriage as an end goal but i kind of thought like it's like you know we have lots of friends like why not um you know if if you want to and if it's available why, why not like date multiple people like it's fine there's nothing wrong with that and i've always kind of believed that um but it's funny because i guess another layer to this is um i don't want to like make this uh, combo too lewd uh adrian will know this like when we went out in korea and just like as college kids a lot it's like if you are the girl to go on multiple dates and whatnot you have a certain perception which is just so ridiculous in my mind i was literally just like this this is this is fine this is how we should be we're meeting different people like you know you go on a few dates with people you don't fall in love with them that's fine you go on dates with other people i think that's perfectly normal guys certainly are allowed given the hall pass to do it they're not called um xyz names which i won't get into here so there's like that layer and then i'm sorry to keep going <laughs> to the stupid asian thing but you know what i had this asian guy friend and like, you know, like, I don't, like, I, I think, like, like Anthony said, a pretty face is a pretty face, a handsome face, a handsome face, like, whatever. Um, but he said to me, he was like, you know what, Claire, I think you're really attractive, but you're a sister, so we might be related. So it's kind of gross if we ever do anything. I was like, what? 
why are you telling me we're not friends anymore because that was like the mildest thing he's ever said to me but it's like why would you say that to me what but yeah that cousins and family thing since that's happened i'm like i don't think he was right but shouldn't have said that anyways so advice to myself be like who don't give an f what everyone else says is probably what i would have said them but no you know anyways i will shut up and pass it on to whoever wants to comment next (laughs) i just i was gonna say i just second what claire says i think i would give my younger self the same advice like just don't don't care i feel like my younger self cared a bit too much yeah but yeah it's not it's not that deep when you when you get older you'll realize it's a lie i'm sorry sabrina's catchphrase is it's not that that deep deep. it's not that deep i think you're right but for me the, the thing is where is it are you dating or are you sleeping with them I think that's where the like the blurred line um, comes, like the grey area. Because if you're dating someone, you're seen as sleeping with them when that's not necessarily true. Like I've been on dates before, and I've not my intention weren't even to sleep with the person. It was just to get to know them to see if I liked them like that. And I, th- I think that's why pe- why men and females they do get called names. It's when they're sleeping around with the dates. I think that's where the issue occurs. But uh, b- back to what I always say, like it's no one else's business. If you if you want to go on fifty dates, then you know you might need your energy drinks and stuff. But you go for it. <laughs> I didn't realize I wasn't muted. I thought I was just chuckling to myself. <laughs> I know I was just oh my gosh, so amusing. Um, just moving on nicely to the next question. Like um, for all of you, like has your culture. Um, had an impact on like the type of people you have chosen to date? Um, I would say yeah 100%. Um, I think when I was younger it was in like a negative way in terms of like what I said I felt the pressure that I needed to kind of date within in my race and kind of have that person that I could relate to but then now I've got older it's like that's kind of what I lean towards and that's just because I'm so, I, I really like my culture <laughs> I think it sounds funny when you said like I really like my culture but do you, when what I've noticed is having a conversation with a guy that can relate to my um, cult, um, culture compared to a guy that doesn't relate to my culture I know it's not his fault and you can always teach someone new things but the connect the instant connection is completely is completely different and just when there's a when you're you brought up within your culture so you you've grown up kind of knowing certain things and having certain practices and just a certain way of life just i don't know there's something about finding someone that can relate to that and you can share those kind of laughs with that you you can't really get unless someone can kind of connect with that but at the same time i don't go outside with tunnel vision just saying oh, i'm just going to find like a caribbean person because um yeah th- that's I can't be like that. You're attracted to what you're attracted to. But I would say that my culture does have an influence on kind of like my preference, shall I say. Um, well, nah, it's not made a difference to me. I think, I think I'm like a rogue or something. Cause like, <laughs> I just do what I want. Like I'm not bothered about my culture. Um, well, I'm bothered about my culture, obviously, but it, it doesn't make no, I don't know, but saying that culture, like, my mind would be British because even though I, I did go around to my dad's, um, which he's Jamaican, um, I, I got that kind of culture, but I wasn't there all the time. That was only, like, weekends for a limited time. So, you know, I don't think Dave had an, an impression. Um, no, nah, I think I, I just like what I like, and that's what I'd go for until I've been proven different. So I think I'd just date everybody, like Claire suggested. <laughs> and I hope I don't get called any names. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, in terms of culture, like, I mean, uh, I spent a long time living in Asia. So, you know, a lot of guys that I dated while I was living in Asia, like I dated some uh, Japanese guys and some Taiwanese guys and such. And I mean, like I, I was kind of, I would kind of prefer to like date or be in a relationship with an Asian person just because 
like I said before, like I felt like it would be a good way to kind of connect to that side of myself and they'd be able to like understand that part of me. But then at the same time, like when I was dating those Japanese and Taiwanese guys, there is kind of this fear of like, they're just interested in me because I'm a foreigner or, you know, they're kind of like judging me based on my culture. So I guess that kind of is sometimes a, like a worry that you can have when you're dating outside of your culture is like, oh, are they judging me? Or are they just interested in me just because of my culture? Or is it because of me? So I think in some ways it's almost easier to date someone who's within your culture or someone who's a little bit more similar to you that way, because then you just don't have that fear or that nagging feeling, you know, and it could be wrong, of course, too. I mean, like, obviously, you know, there can be people that are interested in other cultures and just want to date them like it's fine. But it does like does become more of like a, a thought in your head just because of that. Um, related to culture. Have you three like been on dates where, uh, not saying it's all white people, but it's predominantly been like uh, white guys. Where it's like, oh wait, like who have been your exes? Oh, they're all Asian women. It's, and I, and I'm not trying to like generalize here, but I just find that so creepy and like it's so. I mean, when you go on a date, I guess this kind of like leads neatly into the next question, which I'll let Sabrina um, ask in a sec, but. It's like you're on a, on a date and I feel like most of the time, I'm, I'm sorry, Anthony, but like guys tend to talk about themselves a lot on a date. And yeah. and then I, I have been on a few days where like they kind of explain my culture and I'm like, oh, so you're just on this day because you're obsessed with culture, not me. Cool. That's what that reminded me of when Adrian um, brought up dating abroad and culture but Anyways, I'll, 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 I'll pass this on before it gets any more. <laughs> um, I feel like I need to respond and then ask the question so it doesn't get lost. But um, all, when Claire said that, all I could think of, because I haven't been on many dates, like I've been on one good one that I can say has been a really good date. And then just one that never even turned into a date and just ended up with me wanting to like murder somebody because it was just how bad everything went. It was, it was horrible. Um, yeah. Um, I think one of my fears for like dating outside of my race is definitely kind of um, if I was to go to like family dinner and then someone cracked that like racist joke that everyone thought was funny and I'm just sitting there like a lemon, like, oh, is this kind of like your everyday kind of discussion? So that's like my fear for dating outside my race. I mentioned it to a friend and they were like, yeah, like that's ever going to happen. You're just overthinking things. Went on a date. It was great. And when we were like talking, I was like, oh, yeah, my brother says that I should have more, black, um, have more white friends. And all I thought was American History X, your family is definitely like your brother's racist. If you're yeah. saying that you need more white friends, what is wrong with the friends? You're, that you're, not, you're not getting out of that yeah. house if you go back there, man. I just thought, <laughs> yeah, this is not. And I just thought to myself, see, my friend said I'm overreacting, yeah. And I've got someone here whose brother um, clearly doesn't really appreciate him with ethnic um, people. So I just thought, yeah, sometimes it's not in your head and just the way that you're perceived not even by the person that you're dating but by people around them for kind of stepping out your race like you kind of feel the pressures um so the question that i was meant to ask was um how do you know when a date has gone well perceived um is it perceived differently by men than it is by women i feel like this is a bit of a tough question i don't i don't know like um a good day for me it's hard now because obviously i've i've been i'm in a relationship i've been in one for so many years it's unbelievable but i think that for me it's just laughs and jokes like just laughs and jokes and you don't even you know what it doesn't even have to be it doesn't even get classed as a date it's just a meeting because there's just so many jokes and you know you're just being yourself and they're being their self and you're telling stories and you know, you might go for some food and a couple of drinks and then that is just in enjoyable. Like you've, you've actually enjoyed yourself and you forgot about um, like your troubles in your in your day-to-day -day life. I think for me, that would be 
um, success, but for other guys, you know what a successful date is, isn't it? It doesn't matter about the food, doesn't matter about the talking, matters about the moonwalking, let's call it. <laughs> yeah, your choice of words is always entertaining. Um, yeah, that's a hard one to, to follow on for. I think it's it's difficult because you can have lots of laughs and you can have like, you can think it was a great time and you can be reading that the vibe was great and then you don't get a text back. So like, how, like, and then you think, so what, what went wrong when you've had this like amazing time or, yeah, so it's kind of what do you classify as what would it, what would be a successful date? Like, what are your intent? What, what, where do you want the date to kind of progress on? Yeah, it's hard to kind of classify it as like, yeah, I don't know. This is always, I've, I've thought about this question for a bit because I thought, how do you know? Because you can always think it went well or you can think it's gone crap. They could think it's gone rubbish. And then you never know, you, you're married. <laughs> is that, well, that's when you'd know, wouldn't you? You're married. So <laughs> until then, well, you yeah. think it's going all good. <laughs> Well, you know, you know what? Like when I went on dates here, I was so frustrated because like the cultural stereotype is like people are so passive aggressive here. So I was like, yo, are you here because you're being polite or what is the deal? And then, you know, you're super direct. And then it's like, like, I can't, can't we just have direct text? Like I was just so frustrated at the dating scene. Yeah. And mm. when you look, I've seen things online like, oh, would you classify this as a date or um, different things of what people have done for a date and people have like commented on whether they that's a date or not. And I'm just, I feel like there's, there's like a list of what people think is appropriate for what a date should be. And then anything suggested kind of outside those parameters, like, is that really a date though? Can you call that a date? It's like, yeah. So probably because I've just not, I've just had such a bad experience with them that my lost for words on how to articulate how I know. Yeah, weird story actually. Unless Adrian, do you have anything you want to add? Yeah, I have a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, oh. I'm okay, and I don't want to share my story because it was like my backup story in case, in case. Um, but yeah, anyways, oh. go ahead. Well, just like talking about knowing if it's a date or not it just it reminds me of when i was in like japan and taiwan and i mean i was trying to meet guys through tinder during that time to like you know date mm -hmm. and oh my god like there are so many people there that use tinder wait wait, for, wait, like... wait 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 sorry sorry i'm just stopping you right you can go on tinder and have lots of fun but you can't show your face for us what's going on <laughs> 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 I'm trying all, to all these dates from your Tinder profile and you're hiding behind that wonderful <laughs> oh you're never gonna live this <laughs> oh my god I can't believe this but anyway as I was saying <laughs> so like because like okay well people would use Tinder in like Asia also to find like language exchange partners and like all this stuff and it was like excuse me i thought we were using this app with like the mutual agreement that this is like you know for dating and and you know those types of things not just like oh i want a language exchange partner and so there were like sometimes where i was talking to guys and then later on i would find out like okay there was this one guy that i was talking to for a while and he told me that he worked at like this uh, company in taipei it was like a a news writing company and then I met someone who also worked at that same company and it was a really small company so I was like oh yeah actually I think I know one of your co-workers like you know this is his name blah 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 I met him through tinder and they were like oh but he has a girlfriend and I was like wait what <laughs> so then I talked to him and I was like oh um yeah I met one of your co-workers and they told me that you have a girlfriend and then he was like oh sorry like did you think that like like this was like, I, like we were talking because I wanted to date you. Like, no, no, no. Like, I just wanted to make friends. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so then like, after that, like whenever I use Tinder, or, like, you know, any sort of apps like that to like meet people, I would be like, 
is this really a date or is this not a date? Like, I don't know. And it was always so difficult to figure out after that because it was like, I don't know how you guys use this date here. Like, I mean, this app here, like we use it in the West for one purpose and <laughs> it seems like it's being used very differently in Asia. So it was just like so confusing and really frustrating. So Sound, sounded like he was planning to, to cheat on his on his girlfriend and he just got ratted out by work so he had to backtrack yeah I don't off. really know to be honest oh I'm um, there to make friends so but if you've oh, got if you've got a girlfriend yeah. the last thing you if you're in a relationship you shouldn't be using that this is my opinion you shouldn't be using an app that is geared at trying to get people in relationships to meet friends yeah that that's true but I just want to say oh yeah Adrian I just want to say um it's kind of weird because I think the scene has changed now, but like in East Asia, I, I can only speak for like um, Korea, China, Japan, like those countries. But if you're an expat, you tend to use Tinder to meet friends. And I know that sounds really weird, but I genuinely have friends who meet friends that way. And it's because like it's like the known and established platform, like, you know, like generally people in the West like use it. So mm -hmm. but the thing is, you need to put in your bio, I'm I'm in Asia, I'm using this to make friends. So that guy should have been clear with Adrian to double check because I genuinely have friends who have met each other that way. But yeah, but it's still sketchy though. I, I do agree. <laughs> yeah, it is hard because it's like, I mean, I know that people use it for many different purposes. And I know that like foreigners are more likely to use Tinder, which is probably why they use Tinder to meet people. But at the same time, it's like, if he doesn't have that in his bio, like then I just, like I assume that the default is you're looking for someone to date unless you say otherwise in your bio so it was like very frustrating and after that i was like i have no idea what anyone's intentions are <laughs> um speaking of like apps and such like anthony were you ever on apps or did you miss that oh okay i missed it, I missed it. no do you know what when i was about it was bebo remember Be and myspace oh my oh. lord have mercy. Wow. so yeah that that was my little getting my little love arts and stuff and you know <laughs> but not how it is now no way not not i think it's i think it's it's crazy now um because i i get why people use dating apps but i wouldn't i wouldn't do it personally if i was going to use an app it would be to make friends because i'm not trusting nobody over the internet like that you know um you know you think you're meeting simone and simon turns up real real risky stuff for me and I, i'd, I'd want to do it like you would in the movies you know both of you reaching for two pints of milk you know or or your bang trolleys you know that, that's the ones that i'd be looking for i, I won't be I won't, I won't be going on no no dating site it's lazy as well man get some work done get out there you know it's, it's on your it's backside a, it's a pandemic <laughs> swiping it's a pandemic. Like, Listen, I've seen lots of people walk into a park, and you can go to the shop as well. And that's another thing, face masks as well. Mm -mm -mm. They, they hide some some beautiful faces, then face masks. See, so how are we supposed to get out there and date when half the population is, is covered up? You can't even see who you're supposed to be seeing. Is that, and that's safer. That's safer than doing it over the internet because at least they can't find out where you live. <laughs> My friend was saying um, that um, dating profiles now is going to have to say, like, have you been tested for COVID, <laughs> like, on it and things like that because of how things are. And imagine that you're just you're talking to someone and you're happy to kind of do long distance, but in a pandemic, it's like long distance literally is time as well. <laughs> um. So we're going to wrap this up. So the final question, do you believe in the concept of a soulmate? Well, I'll leave this to you and to Claire, because obviously you're in the most established relationships here. Oh, and Adrian, I'm there ruling at Adrian. Adrian, you can answer as well. I'm going to rule myself out of question nine and hand it over to you guys. Uh, Adrian, do you want to go first? oh okay <laughs> i mean i'm not in a relationship so this is all hypothetical but um i hypothetically do not believe in soulmates um in the sense of like there's someone that's created that's the perfect half to you like i don't believe in that type of idea but i do believe that there are people that i mean in some ways i almost think that 
you know, there are people that you get along with and then you just, you know, make the relationship work. And there's some people that you might get along better with or not as well with. So there could be soulmates in the concept of like, oh, this person just, you know, they really get what I'm trying to say. They really understand me. I really understand them. We really work well together. But I mean, there's still always going to be work that goes into it. Hypothetically, in my opinion. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> uh, uh, hand it over to Anthony. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree. I think soul, I don't know. It's like in a perfect world. It's like what movies sell to you, like this person, we're connected, blah, blah. Like, you, okay, you might be, you might feel like that for the first couple of years, but after that, it's graft. Like, it's, it's hard work. Like, you're not the same people anymore. So, how, I, do you know what I mean? So, would you, as soon as you change as a person, does that person or, or you believe your soulmate then, are they no longer your soulmate because you've you've changed so much? And I know that's why a lot of relationships break down because you, um, the, you grow as an individual and you forget to grow as a pair as well. So that kind of gets left behind and then you guys are so far apart that you're like, oh my God, what am I doing with this person? You know, <laughs> I, I need to f get a fresh one or... or, or, or Get, get on tinder or whatever <laughs> floats your boat but you know i think the idea the idea of it in a story makes you smile and makes you think oh yeah i want one of those but i also want a million pound so we can't <laughs> all have what we want can we uh hmm, yeah yeah i see both of your points um, I mean, I think, yeah, this is definitely hard to answer. I'm not really sure why I asked it, but I, I thought it would be like an interesting, well, hopefully thought provoking question. But, you know, I think I, I believe if there are soulmates or multiple soulmates in your life, because I, I don't believe one person. Um, like, I think like people are right for you in certain periods of time. Like if I look at my exes, maybe minus like one, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm glad we dated. No regrets. I learned a lot. And maybe like in that sense, I think, yeah, maybe they're my soulmate for that time period. But in the conventional sense, I'm like, mm, definitely manipulated for like market purposes, like Anthony was saying. So no is, <laughs> is my answer too, with like a little twist. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking if I could add add anything to your guys' points and just I think you I think you don't know. I think it's hard to say because if you're say if you was in a relationship with someone for like since you were a child or just you've known them for a long time and you end up in a relationship, you might feel like that person is your soulmate, but then how do you know if they're your soulmate if you've never kind of experience being with somebody else or kind of dating or talking to somebody else I think it's hard to kind of know because you might feel like something is meant for you but if you've never given yourself the opportunity then how do you know if it's if it was supposed to be meant for you but I definitely I think I would probably lean towards what Claire's saying and just yeah some people are only kind of meant to be there for a short amount of time or for a period of time um they teach you you learn a lot from like the people that you date or the people that you're friends with or in any kind of relationship with and not all relationships supposed to last forever I think you're lucky if you if you're happy and you find that person that you can last forever with but I think for some people it's just it's not like that um and I feel like that concludes this episode of I was clear that's something to wait, wait 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 just a question Instead of our last question, I thought it'd be fun as like a final wrap-up question. If sorry to <laughs> break your mojo, Serena. If I know we skipped this question, but okay, what are your deal breakers? Uh, we're gonna do this question. Oh, that's kind of. I feel like if I could have like screenshotted Anthony's like different faces from this whole. Yo, I was worried. I was worried. I've been in stitches over here. I feel like if we did this in person, so much oh, would have God. to get edited out from like the laughing. Then <laughs> <laughs> um, I would be able to show my face. <laughs> Well, hey, we'll have to get, we'll have to get, do you know what we could do? We could set up a Tinder account and get her on there. Just put a, just put a profile picture up. No, I don't use it in North America. 
it's different. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, it is different. But uh, Anthony, you wanna, do you want to take it away first? My deal breakers are quite simple. They've got to be independent. They've got to have their own house or be working to have the house. They've got to have some sort of profession and know where they want to be and drive and ambition and want to better themselves. And um, yeah, I'd say that's um, obviously be loving, caring, make a good cup of tea. Cup of tea <laughs> comes like top. If you can't make a brew, you, we're not going to screw. Simple as that. Um, <laughs> and, and I just think it's, uh, you know, now, like obviously when you're younger, you think, oh, did it, like when I was younger, I was more like, what can I take? What can I take from this person? what what can i have but now i'm like what can you bring to me to make me better to make me want to you know open another business or or turn a profit of so much or love more or do something that i've never done before i think it's more for me about about development and and growing and with, with that person that I, I i i love i suppose i mean yeah like I, I sound like I should go on like Dragon's Den or something with that kind of description, <sighs> but I'm but but you get where I'm coming from. Like, yeah, as as long as I can see, like the, I'm I'm saying as long as I can. Like it sounds like I'm lining up my next partner, but I'm just trying to think in the future. Like as long as I can see them wanting to make a difference and and having that hunger and that that fire to to develop and you know better themselves. I think I think that's what does it for me. I'm not. I'm not too bothered about how how they look, um, as long as they as long as they like don't look funny in it. Like I don't want to, I don't I don't want to. Do, do you know what I mean? Like as long as as long as like they they they, they suit my preference of of what I like to look at, <laughs> if, if that makes sense. I'm not saying they have to be a model, but you, you know it's different strokes for different folks, isn't it? I, there could be a, a a woman there that you know none of you guys thought were the slightest bit pretty but i'm just like proper head over heels for her so i think as long as you know she looked like what what i like and and shed that ambition and drive and stuff i think yeah anything anything other than that I'm, i wouldn't even i wouldn't even bother I, and to be honest i think if i was single now i wouldn't bother at all I'll, i probably wouldn't bother getting in another relationship i've, I've got my kids um i've got a life I, I'd, I'd like fun times to have with someone but I don't think I'd want a life with somebody unless da, 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 leave that to another podcast. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I really agree with everything that you were saying about like, you know, you want to be with someone who makes you a better person. Like, I don't know. There were some, like I had a friend, uh, a guy friend of mine who wanted to date and like, I did like him and I was like thinking about it. I mean, I didn't like like him romantically, but we were friends. But it's just like, I don't know, he didn't have a lot of, he didn't really have like a very strong like ambition or drive. And I just felt like I really wanted to be with someone who would just like challenge me to be a better person and kind of, you know, think more about the future, think about being better, doing more. And just someone who was like, you know, would like, intellectually stimulating and kind of you know just push me and so I don't know so in the end I ended up not dating him but I don't know so it's yeah it's really just like <laughs> <Wow>. that idea <laughs> like, wow all that well, it's for okay that. Wow. he's not gonna listen to this either so it's all right <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah I just like that idea of like you know you want to be with someone who will really challenge you and personally I also can't stand it when uh people like don't have respect for other cultures so that would also that's like a personal thing of mine of like if they aren't going to be like respectful of different cultures then I'm not interested in dating them <laughs> right off the bat so those are kind of like my two things that like I would want in a relationship <laughs> well, I, I think I think the second one kind of that's like is that an unspoken rule. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> no Nazis, please. <laughs> <laughs> it was just I don't know. Sometimes, yeah. Okay, let's let's leave that there. <laughs> I don't want to like 
<laughs> bring up other stories about other people that can't listen to the podcast so let's just like oh move God. on <laughs> well let's just agree number one is uh no racists like just no like out the window <laughs> But uh, honestly, like that, that was going to be my number one because you wouldn't believe like the stupid content that you see out there. But anyways, um, yeah, like agree with what both of you have said. But um, one thing that I'd just like to add and just one thing, um, I know this might sound odd, but I think like the reason why I'm with Peter now is because like you need to tell someone you love or you're with when they're wrong. Like, of course, you need to support them. But when the other person is wrong, you need to call them out on it so that you can both grow together. Obviously, you can't be like, no, you're fucking wrong. Don't say that. But in like a ni nice way. And I think like that's I think that's like something because when you're dating and you're younger, you're kind of like, I want I want to be supported in every sort of the way. And you vent about work or whatever. And you want uh, your partner to be like, no, you're right. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, as you grow older, your perspective change. You you get mature. So you need someone if if you have a life partner you need them to grow with you and support you but also to help you learn and grow and that is one of the things so i think a deal breaker is if when like a, when i don't know whoever i'm dating hypothetically is like no you're always right there is nothing wrong with what you're thinking it's like you're not going to push me back on anything it's kind of weird so i think it goes along with like the challenging thing that adrian was talking about i hope <laughs> i hope that made sense um but yeah Oh, I feel, like my, I feel like my response is just going to be lazy. Um, just because. <laughs> is it no racist? Oh, oh, with, a, with a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally agree with like all the points that you've all made. I feel like a bit of everything I agree with. Um, I feel like a deal breaker for me is the, to like best summarize it is the need to be active and not like just physically active. But like you need to be active with trying to improve yourself. Like everyone can make improvements on themselves. You need to be active in um, kind of seeking new adventures. You need to be active with your ambition. You need to be active with taking care of your health. You just need to be, and not saying that every single day you need to kind of be 100, but you need to have that, that drive. You need to kind of, want to go forwards even if you don't know what direction you're moving in like if I met a guy and he was unemployed but he's like this is the job that I want to do these are the steps that I'm taking to get to that job I'm not going to not date him because he doesn't have a job because he's I can see the path that he wants that he wants to take if you if you're then are like oh the ambition dies down or whatnot then as a partner I'll do my best to kind of keep you motivated just like I expect you to keep me motivated but at the same time, there's only so much energy I can pump into another person. So at the end of the day, I'm, I'm nobody's mom. <laughs> and yeah. you don't want to be in a relationship where you, you're assuming that parental role because then you're giving, you're giving too much and it needs to be kind of equal, equal footing. So I'd say that's my short and sweet two, two cents to that. Um, so I'm actually going to wrap it up unless you've got any sneaky comments or any last words. <laughs> to to throw in there no no one will say anything okay so thank I mean, you I, I've, I've got one quick question <laughs> one so, right because this is obviously this is funny for me. so you so it sounds like between the three of you you've got quite a lot of experience in dating and i'm not saying your xyz but you, you know you've dated and whatnot so to, to the guys out there that will be listening like what advice would you give them because they might find it very it's for some it's very difficult for some guys to talk to girls you won't believe it but some of them actually find it quite difficult and that's why like claire said you find them talking about themselves because that's all they they know you know so what like what advice advice would you give them if you could have make like two points each but you can't have the same point so they're gonna to have to like dig deep for these pointers on on what would you know make good advice for dating in general not you guys but like in, in general i'm just gonna jump in there in case these two say anything because <laughs> i really don't i don't have like the energy to think of any new responses but um i i don't want to like speak on behalf of like all females out there but 
if I was to give a guy like advice on like dating a female, as females, we we are seen as the more emotional ones. Um, we're seen as not being able to communicate our feelings properly. And there's this whole big deal of, oh, we don't understand what girls want this and that. And I would just say, if you're open with, I wouldn't say open with your feelings, because that's a hard thing to kind of be open with your feelings. But if you make the efforts to kind of understand her feelings and to kind of show your feelings too and kind of communicate and like there's an active channel of communication um i think yeah that yeah that's the advice that i would give i think the moment if a girl shuts down your attempts at trying to communicate with her or trying to open up your feelings and i'm just saying that she she's not she's not the one for you because as females we naturally like to share our feelings and to have our feelings reciprocated and if a female shuts that down from a guy then she probably she probably isn't isn't the one for you um i don't know if that was a bit bit left but i think just being open with communication because i find that the most frustrating thing is that you'll explain something to a to a guy and it's like he just doesn't make an attempt to kind of understand your feelings or you can tell their feelings some type of way and then they're the ones like, no, 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 it's nothing. And it's like, come on, man, we, we're grown. <laughs> I'll talk. If you don't want to talk, write me a letter. If you don't want to write me a letter, do me a voice note, but communicate and have a, actively try and communicate with me. Send a carrier pigeon for all I care. Just get, get the message to me. I think that is it, just communication. It's key. Yeah, I, I really agree with that. Like, and I really feel like, I mean, a lot of times I just want to know, like, what do they want out of the relationship? Like, what are they looking for? Like, I feel like there are a lot of times when, you know, I'm like, I'm not into a relationship that's just like, you know, for sex or something. So I would prefer if guys would come out to me straight out and be like, this is like, all I want is like a friends with benefit relationship. And then I can be like, okay, I'm not into that. And we can just move on and, you know, not waste each other's time. So a lot of times I just really want them to be more direct. Like, do you want to date? Do you want to be friends? Do you want just sex? Like, what are you looking for? And then I can say, well, does this match what I want or not? And then we can figure out how to move forward from there. So I, yeah, I, I really just want more direct communication and more upfront communication so we can just like hash these things out and then just move forward. <laughs> yeah true that um i think just adding one thing don't play games i mean why are you being on the bush like if you're attracted to someone just i know i know it's easier said than done but like if you're attracted to someone just say yo i think you're attractive you have literally nothing to lose and everyone wants to be complimented and if you're not, then that that's fine. So I think I think my advice is kind of like a join to Adrian's. Like, um, be direct. And if you're on, you know how like when you first text someone, you have to like, oh wait, he texted me an hour ago, so I must wait an hour and a half. Like, don't do that. If you want to text, text. If you want to call, call. Like, whatever. So that's my advice. I don't know if that's what <laughs> you were asking, Anthony, but. Well, I did ask for some advice. I don't know if any of the gents listening will find that useful because you, you guys did excellent at making it sound very simple. But I understand it's a bit a bit deeper than what you're letting on. So yeah, try and communicate <laughs> and, and be direct, and you know, cross your fingers and toes, and hope you get your goal. <laughs> I think if someone can't like accept, like effective communication or just straightforward communication then this shouldn't be in in a relationship because i feel like they can't. What yeah they would you teach them would you would you take a bit of time to try and point out where they're going wrong like look like, like saying to them like look like the example you said earlier when you know you could see that there was something wrong with them and and they couldn't tell you like with, with guys they, they don't want to let on like they're worried worried and weakness is a thing that guys do not do like they could be sweating, they could be bleeding in front of you to death and they'd be like, no, I'm cool, I'm all right, you know, it's all right, we're going to carry on with the day. So how do you address it and how um, would you help them try and understand where they're going wrong? I think that might be my uh, my advice. You just 
<laughs> I don't want to say because Claire made a point of it. It's not that deep. Um, I really didn't want to have to, to go there, but you know, That's what she you, said. I think you're taking away. Ah, <laughs> oh, the penny just dropped too slow. No, I just, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what to, what to say. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess I, I feel like for humans, our goal is always to communicate better. You know, at least that's always one of my goals is to, you know, find ways of better expressing myself and better understanding other people. Because I mean, we are social creatures that do like to talk to people. So it is a very useful skill to have. So it's like, of course, you know, I'm always trying to be better at it too. So if they're not perfect about it, like, you know, that's okay. We're all working at it but it does help so much <laughs> if they're able to communicate. Thank you for bringing <laughs> that back, Adrian. And yeah, I'm 100% wrapping this up right now. Um, I'm there rubbing my hands like down to business. Um, as like a final point to like anybody listening, whether you choose to kind of take anything on board from like our ramblings, um, but this is to both, the men out there and the women out there like look after yourself and look after your feelings and you shouldn't be putting yourself in a situation where your feelings come second um we've all in a right we all have the right to kind of feel valid with how we're feeling it's just the way that you kind of communicate your feelings and just be respectful to who you're around with the way that you choose to kind of communicate your feelings because it's the way in which we kind of deliver them that can be misinterpreted and that can cause like a whole kind of volcano of things. So yeah, just look after number one, um, be open and receptive. And this is more so to the ladies, but shoot your shot. Stop expecting men to be the ones that say, oh, you're good looking. Can I take you on a date? There's nothing wrong with sliding into a man's DMs and saying that you find <laughs> him attractive and that you would like to take him on a date yes. because when they say chivalry is dead, like look how many years ago that was, we're in 2021, like maybe chivalry isn't dead, it just needs to go on to somebody else. Like, come on, man, equal rights, you wanna scream equal rights, but you don't wanna, relationships a two-way thing and you gotta, you gotta shoot your shot too. So thank you to everyone that has listened. Thank you, Anthony, for joining us again. Yeah providing us with more laughs oh my god and some good questions i feel like you're the one one of our guests that keep coming back and you always challenge us um we come with our questions it's like you come with yours like yeah so thank you yeah thanks so much thank you